Welcome back to WD MagicCast for the week of November 5th, 2023. This is episode 241. WD MagicCast, the show about the mouse, the marvels, the galaxy, and beyond. I'm your host, Matthew Graken. In this week's show, we're talking music. And Matthew Leonard and I will be talking about some of our classic favorite Disney animated songs from before 1980. Because... Let's talk classics and not the newer stuff. That's for another episode. Make sure also to join us on our social media networks where we can be found everywhere at WD Magicast on X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and also now on YouTube is every single episode. Yes, the almost entire library, except for a few that YouTube decided wasn't suitable, has been uploaded and is available to you for your enjoyment, in case if you want to listen over there, if that is your listening preference. Also, make sure to check out our Tee Public shop, where you can help su- uh, support the show and find some really cool stuff for yourself to enjoy and wear around in public or drink out of, or just use a throw pillow. And on that bombshell, now on with the show. Walt said that for his animated movies, or just movies in general, one of the key components that he thought about when he was coming up with the story is the music that would be going along with it. And like a fine song in a well-composed orchestra, I have Matt Leonard with us to discuss fine songs with well-composed orchestras. That's strangely enough, he didn't write any of them. (laughs) Welcome aboard, Matt. How you doing? Hello, welcome. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. Always yep. a pleasure. Emily wasn't available, so we we asked you to come along. Yes. She might. She might. She might appear later. We'll see. She might. Spoiler be alert! Soon. Oh wow. She's always welcome on, either just in passing or yeah, or or co-hosting. She she may not be coherent when she walks in because she's. Had a long day, but uh, that's fine. We're never coherent either. We're incoherent. This is why I set a standard for the show, you know. So let's talk music. Let's talk Disney music. Let's talk classic Disney music. Let's talk classic Disney music before 1980s, and let's talk classic Disney music before 1980s uh, entirely. They're in uh, classic animated films. What do you think? I think I hear a top five coming along. I think so too. Why don't you start? Because I've absolutely no idea what I'm going to say. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right. Um, so right. I, ooh, this is this is hard to put in a top five because there's so many. So many. Strong. I can, I can literally get you like my top two and a half. Yeah. I, I can get you my top two, and then my movie that has like. I have one movie that I'm like, oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a, like I could pick like the entire soundtrack from if like if I like literally I could do like the entire soundtrack from Robin Hood and make that my top five and that's the end of the show. Good night, kids. We're done. Um, well, then but, in that case, I'll start off with uh, number five as love from Robin Hood. Oh, good because that was going to be on my list. That was <laughs> oh, sorry, I just took one. It's, um, it's not, but please, it, it's. It's such a sweet and nice little moment in that movie of yeah. 
Maid Marian and Robin Hood kind of like rekindling and as they're, they're they're walking along and being playful. And it's just and it's just a a sweet, sweet, nice number. The the animation's beautiful, the music is soft and just fits perfectly. And it, it's just it's a nice change of pace. And it and it's such a simple and pure sentiment to it. Yeah. You know? And it also kind of it gives you it gives you their relationship, the relationship between between Marion and Robin. You know, love, it seems like only yesterday you were just a child at play. And now look at you. You're all grown up in front of me. And, you know, uh, once we watch the lazy days go by now, how the days once we watch. I don't remember what the words are, but, you know, how the days seem to fly. Life is sweet. And when it's gone, love goes on and on. I mean, it doesn't get more simple and pure mm-hmm. and that's it's such a you're right it's such a great song and then of course see this is where we, what i was saying to you just before we started recording was you, you 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 have this nice simple sweet moment and then immediately you hit on the tail end of that with this raucous number with the with the the king of england number yes um which is raucous and silly and fun and and uh you know uh, an, an electric guitar in medieval England. Um, we'll, we'll we'll let that go. Um, uh, you know, yeah, right. But uh, you know, had it, first show up somewhere. It's it's show and you know Phil Harris's vocals and and it's it's a great song. So yeah, I can see why you'd put that on your list. Like I said, I could take we could we could do the entire show just on on uh, um, uh, Robin Hood. Uh, Robin Hood. And I, I that could be my top five right there, and, and it darker was, but I figured that would make for good conversation. <laughs> it, it, well, and like I said, it's a change of pace because all the other ones is more of a bouncy, um, energetic type of songs. Yeah, and um, that one is just it's just so smooth and soft, and it, it's kind of, like I said, it's that transition going into the the second act. Well, it also it also sort of sits sits apart from some of the other Disney love songs. If you think about like S- Snow White and and you know uh, Cinderella and Sleeping Beauty and that kind of thing, where it's always like this sort of this idea that someday my prince will come, someday I'll find what I'm looking for. What's what's the one from? I know you. I walked with you once. Upon- once upon a dream. It's all these sort of very dreamy ideas of what love is and what love can be. But and Mar- looking for love. But looking for love, whereas Marion is singing about like what's right in front of her. And, and, and it's been there this whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be reconnected with this, this man who she just adores. And it's about their friendship and her adoration for her. And that separates it, I think, from other, you know, Disney, Disney love songs. You know, yeah. yeah, and I, I really, I still say that's a very underrated movie. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. It's my, it's you know, we've talked about this before on the show. It is my favorite Disney movie. It is by far, it's and it's one of my favorite animated films of all time. It is my favorite Disney movie, and I will sit and watch that at the drop of a hat. You know, people, and, people will knock it because they uh, recycled this and that and that. It doesn't matter. You you could recycle bits and parts, which they, they do in movies all the time. Yeah. But it's, you know, 
you still put together a good story and a good film with good animation and just you know in a time that the studio was hurting you yeah. still be able to put out and, something you good. know at the time when the studio was hurting they were the recycling re- repurposing you know it wasn't you know what i'm saying they were they were being cost effective with their animation mm-hmm. rather than trying to figure it out from scratch they took you know they they took from the nine old men they borrowed from the nine old men and and they you know and it's not straight up reusing this animation. They're reusing the poses, you know. Right. It's like it's not like Snow White suddenly appears in in in. Uh, Robin. That's what I always thought was funny. It's 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 okay. It's the same movements and stuff, but it's not the exact cell. It's you know, like you said, it's not Snow White. It's it's not right. Mowgli showing up walking across on you know a hill or something like that. It is okay. It's just okay. The it's sets using, and the movements and, and stuff, but it's not. It's not it, even the sets. It's using the reference, and I got news for you. You know, when they did when they did Lion King, they were still using the reference from, uh, you know, Jungle Book and, and mm-hmm. you know, some of those shows because the reference was there. You know, it just work. a library of that reference, so you'd be stupid not to go back and use uh, Milt Call's, you know, uh, notes and and designs or or you know drawings or or uh, uh, any of the others it, it's ridiculous Frank no. Thomas and those guys so you know if you've got that resource there you you use it right so we've gone we've gone away from music and uh, <laughs> talk about a swan a, song to to Robin Hood cost effective <laughs> animation studio. <laughs> Your turn, sir. Falls on uh, you. Oh, poopy! I thought I was afraid you were going to say that. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go with something. You know, I, I got one just because it's a little earworm and it gets stuck in my head, and I do tend to sing it from time to time. Uh, little black rain cloud from the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. I will find myself at random times and at random moments, like like you said earlier. It's, it's just a happy, bouncy little song. Not really, it's weird. It's not even a happy. It's like a sad, bouncy little song. I'm just it's, a little black. It's a very out. bizarre, bouncy little song. <laughs> but it's it's sweet, and I love it. I mean, it's it's classic classic uh, Sherman Brothers. You know, yep. uh, you you can't uh, you can't fault the Sherman Brothers. They wrote some of the best. Oh, they they fantastic work. Yeah, and uh, and so that's that's I I just love that, and I love and I love. I love many. I love the animation of Winnie the Pooh, uh, many adventures of Winnie the Pooh, because it looks so rough. Like you can, you, the the lines are very rough, and and I mean, yes. look, illust- they're, me- they're meant for the characters to look like illustrations. And um, I, I was actually going to say the same thing about how I, I love the roughness of it. Of it, yeah. Um, it, it's got and it's. Rough and unfinished, where you have parts that instead of the the background bleeding all the way through the screen, it kind of drops off and you get white borders. Yeah, yeah you would yeah. have on because, a page because it's supposed to look like it's in a like really, you know, it was, it was always the Disney sort of thing was to you know you the the film would open with a close up on the book and then the pages would open and you'd go into Pinocchio or you'd go into Snow White. And you'd have the film, and then at the end of the film, the book would close. Whereas Pooh Bear 
the book opens and the book is present throughout the entire film. And you see the words on the page and the words of the page, you know, when it rains, the words on the page get washed away or that kind of thing. Or he, you know, uh, Pooh and Piglet are walking along okay. and they come to the crease in the page and they have to sort of jump across the crease and go on to the next page. Or when Tigger gets stuck in the tree and they turn it and he slides down the words. If yep. it's, it's interesting if anyone has ever taken the time to actually read the words as the scene is happening. It is. It's those words. It's that part. It's great. It's great. Yeah. And it's, is that, trying to, is that uh, Sebastian Cabot who narrates it, I think? Oh. The voice of Bagheera. I thought he narrates the Pooh Bear. You probably are right. Yeah, I mean, it was one of those many that they actors they reused a couple of times. Sterling Holloway they used a lot, and I just love his Pooh Bear, which is now Jim Cummings' Pooh Bear. But um, but there's something that, you know, and I, with all respect to Jim Cummings, there's something so pure and sweet about Sterling Holloway's reading. You know, Jimmy Jimmy comes close. Jim Cummings does a great. Jim job. does a fantastic job, but, but listen, you're right; it's not Sterling Holloway's. And there's just this unbelievable sweet, like you want to hug Sterling Holloway's Pooh Bear. He's just got this We're soft, too. yeah, soft you're innocent right. softness to it. There's a softness to it that's not quite. And yes, Sebastian Cabot is the narrator. Look at me. It's almost it's almost like I did my homework for this show. Almost. It's almost like I did my homework for this show. Maybe. But yeah, so uh, little black rain cloud. And of course and that but the other thing, the other thing that I use from that is because I will anytime it like it's gray and cloudy outside, I'll you know, tut tut it looks like rain, tut tut it looks like rain, and I'll say that. I've so, done that. And oh, you know what? I, before we go any further, I have to back up. Or it's Wednesday. Yes, when it's Wednesday. I have to say something, which I meant to say at the start of the show, which is that I have to I have to give a shout out to my sisters, Shonda and Heather, who, for helping me because I we started talking about doing this the other night. And I got, as I said, I could do my top two and a half. And then I panicked and I went, there's, there's stuff I'm not thinking of. There's stuff I'm not thinking of. I'm not forgetting. So I, I messaged both of my sisters and was like, talk me down off a ledge. Help me with what films am I? And they were and they were very sweet and uh, very helpful. And they gave me a bunch of their favorites, none of which I'm using tonight. But I appreciate their their, their input and their thoughts. And and uh, you know, so I, I need to I need to sp- give a special shout out and a special thank you to my sisters, if they're listening Absolutely. to this. Well, you, you have to make sure they listen. Um, yeah. I, I I actually had because um, I was coming up with my list as well before, and I, I turned a page. I'm like. I, this is what we're talking about. Here's what I have. What am I missing? Missing, right? Because right, because you sit there and you're like, what films are you, you know? You're talking about. We're talking. We said pre 1980, Snow White was 37, 37, I think. Yeah, 37. And we said 1980. So you're talking 43 years of Disney movies. Animated Disney movies, and that 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 was the kicker because then we started naming songs like, but 
that's not it's live action. And that one's live action. And that one, even though it's got animation in it, it's still technically live action. We almost put Zippity Doodah. My sister was like, "Oh, Zippity Doodah." I'm like, "Yeah, that's a good one." And I was like, "Oh, no, 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 that's that's." And that was it, it, we said the same thing with the same song. It's like, "Oh, Zippity Doodah," not animated technically. Nothing out of Mary Poppins was possible, but knobs and broomsticks are going to do that. So it's just like, uh, and it also it made it hard because like like. A lot, again, Mayor Poppins is another one similar to Robin Hood where, like, I could literally pick every song in that film. There's not a bad song. There's not a it. clunker in there. Um, they're, they're each and every one of them has its place. Even even the, the oh, my God, I love the, the scene with Glynis Johns and the, the shoulder to shoulder, the women's uh, liberation song. Oh, yes, yes. Vote for women, vote for women. And then then when they bring it back at the end in step in time, and it's such a funny scene. But we're not talking about that. We're not talking about that. We're only talking about animated films tonight. Just staying on topic. That's just staying on topic because... I'm very glad my daughter's not here with her little clicker to click how many times. (laughs) Keep out of... Because we need to whistle while we work. Yeah. Oh, is that is that a lead-in? Why not? Let's whistle while we work. How that that's how's that true for you? Well, the first animated movies we were just speaking of of Snow White, so I might as well put in. That was very well done. That's what we call a segue, folks. That's wow. what we call a segue. Um, round. So yeah, whistle while you work. Yeah, another one that's kind of like a, an earworm. Gets in, you get kind of into it, and it just kind of puts you in like a happier mood just once you start sure. hearing it sure um and, and again the scene where you get the the dwarves starting to you know not the dwarves the dwarves aren't in this all the um uh woodland animals are starting to, to help out and and clean up so much so that they had to parry it and uh enchanted and I now this is where this is where Snow White and the Seven Dwarves loses me, because oh. because she's cleaning up, and she goes outside with the broom and she starts sweeping the forest, <laughs> and I'm not sure what she's doing there. I understand she's a princess and she's led a sheltered life, but that and she's only what thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, that dirt's not going anywhere, honey. I. <laughs> I hate to break it to you. Maybe she thought there was cobblestones underneath. Uh, She's special, that Snow White. <sighs> well, you so, know. Yeah. But no, but no, it's, yeah. it's a very good song. And, and, you know, it's always fun. To, it's, it's uh, you know, it's not the standard for, you know, Disney sing with the animals, that sort of Dr. Doolittle thing that, that, kind of comes up in a lot of Disney films where, or that, you know, Cinderella does it too, where it's, you know, I've got my little woodland animal friends. Um, but I like, but I, the, I, I, what I like about Snow White kind of being the first, what's fun about that scene is that the animals are animals. They're not anamorphic. They, they, they're anthropomorphized to a certain degree. You know, they blush and they flirt and they whatever, mm. but they don't talk. They're not wearing clothes. They're still they're still very much woodland creatures. 
And I think because it because it's the first one, and you, they just haven't gone to that step of of pushing the characters and dressing them up and doing kind of a Jacques and Gus. They're not characters, and, right? They're just cast, yeah, ensemble cast, for the yeah. you know most descriptive way that I can think of of calling it. Yeah, the that there isn't anything. The deer is a deer, I mean, right? Yeah, they're doing chores and stuff, but they're not like. Use that they're not anything beyond a deer. Yeah. And they're they're staying within their relative capabilities. Like the deer isn't walking on two legs, picking up stuff with its right. front the, the, hooves. They're not out there with like a orange vest and a little thing picking up trash in the forest and whatever. Right. High or, visibility vest. Like suddenly singing the song back to, you know, they're not like harmonizing with Snow White or anything like that. It's no. her singing to the animals and, and whatever. The chipmunks standing on the windowsill, putting their, their arms around their shoulder and swing, say, uh, swaying and singing along with her. Not yeah. happening. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that I, I think that that's a that's a good fun, fun little poppy um song that comes in it just again sometimes i'm just walking around working um just pops into my head well you especially doing laundry it's funny you should say that because i'm doing laundry now um you went you went light and fluffy for your second choice so i'm gonna go the other end of that spectrum i'm gonna go uh a little foreboding dark and foreboding and scary and I'm going to go with that Bing Crosby classic, The Headless Horseman. Ooh, not where I was expecting, but nice, nice. Where did you think I was going to go? Cruella de Vil. Uh, no, see, my sister suggested Cruella de Vil, but I'm not a big fan of 101 Dalmatians. It's all right. It's one of those movies that's never clicked with me. But but Headless Horseman, well, I'm... Uh, I was gonna say the, which is the tale of Ichabod Crane and Mr. Toad, and I have a I have a love hate relationship with the tale of Mr. Toad because I'm a huge Wind in the Willows fan, and I love it. And unfortunately, because I love the book as much as I do, I kind of don't like the Disney version because it's very. I've somehow separated them in my head as being two completely different things. And I can do that with like I can do that with like How to Train Your Dragon, which is the same way. But I, I just, I, I don't know. Maybe there's something, there's something about, hmm, there's something about. How For me, what did it is because I'm such a huge fan of the um, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride from the Magic Kingdom. Sure. Hey, rest in peace. Um, that was always one of my favorite rides as a kid. And I did that before I saw the movie. Okay. Okay. So I associate the movie with the attraction and not the book that. Yeah. There's much I'm, better adaptations. I'm a huge, huge fan of the book. But we were talking about uh, we were talking about Ichabod Crane and the thing for yes, me. Yes, yes. The thing for me is, uh, um, and again, we were we were just talking about this before the show uh, or before we were recording that my grandparents lived in Tarrytown, New York. My mother went to Sleepy Hollow High School, home of the Fighting Headless Horseman. I mean, it was the school mascot was the Headless Horseman. They nice. wow. had. That's cool. They have, or at least had at the time, uh, uh, in the sort of the parking lot, or there, there was a road that led up around the high school, and they had painted, you know, horse horse hooves, 
you know, that sort of school spirit, quite literally school spirit kind of thing. Um, so I grew up very closely with the story of, of you know, I, I spent Halloweens in Sleepy Hollow, you know, and in Tarry. You can't get much cooler than that. And and know the area and know, I mean, we, every, it was like, it was like yearly, uh, you know, like it was like, uh, like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer for some people, you know, you, mm-hmm. you watch the, the classic uh, film. You know, we, that was the same with us and, Sleep, and Sleepy Hollow, Legend of Sleepy Hollow. That story got told, uh, uh, or, you know, not just at Halloween, but like year round. Um, so for a very sentimental reason. And, and then, of course, you know, you got Bing Crosby singing it. Um, you can't get better than that. No. Uh, and, and it's funny because as, as distant as... Uh, Wind in the Willows is from the tale of Mr. Toad. Disney's actually fairly uh, faithful to the story of, of Ichabod Crane and the tale of Ichabod Crane and Brom Bones and, and Katrina Von Tassel. That's all there. And uh, and it's properly, the whole thing is properly good and scary and, and, and still kind of Disney fun at the same time. Um, and it's a, it's a great song. Uh, the the hip you know I, I love the I love the 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 sort of rhyme scheme the hip hip and a clippity clop the he'll come looking with a chop chop I mean it's you know it, that that sort of it it almost has a sort of Halloween yeah quality rhythm in in you know in you know 1940s 1950s 1940s Disney Ben Crosby doing it so that's that's my next pick and like I said far removed from your your pick of of uh, Snow White. So, what yeah. do you? I oh no, good choice. So, so my my next one. Yeah. My uh, next one. It's hard. I'm making things hard for him. Yeah. Um. Say so the first thing that comes to mind. Three, two, one, go. Swing seat. Sit. Uh, that's all, folks. Yeah, that's the end of the Sing. show. Sweet Nightingale. Oh, from Cinderella. Yes. Yeah. Again, just the 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 presentation, the the attention to detail in the animation with the the bubbles, and it starts off with the uh, stepsisters really just messing up everything. Mm-hmm. Hello, person in the background, <laughs> and then um, you know it just transitions to Cinderella just you know, scrubbing on the floor and the bubbles floating in the area. And then as she's harmonizing with herself, you see that reflected in the bubbles. It's just yeah. visually beautiful. And the the singing is just fantastic. And again, simple, simple song, um, but just just pulls you right in. Yeah. Yeah, that is a really good. That was another one that my, was that one that my sisters were considering. I don't remember. And it, it, it's not like a main one of the main songs, so it's it, a lot of people forget about it. Yeah, in there. I'm trying to find the conversation now to see if that was one that I, I feel like that was one that one of my sisters might have suggested we use. So I'm glad I'm I'm glad it's on the list because now it sounds like we made it that a thing. Um, I'm having trouble pulling up the chat, but yeah, that's a great pick. That's a good pick. It's a pretty song. It's a very pretty song. And I've become a parrot for some reason. I'm noticing that I'm repeating everything I say. I apologize. You can cut me out of you can cut me out of this episode if you want. 
or cut like half of what I say out. Uh, should I do my next one? You should do your next one. I think I'll do my next one. Because I, I couldn't think of something witty enough to follow that up with. No. So you do that, your next one. Um, well, I'm going to go back to where you were back at the beginning. You kicked us off with uh, with love from Robin Hood. And I, I said at the beginning I could pick any – I could pick the entire soundtrack from Robin Hood and we could just discuss that and that would be my top five. And I wrestled with – because there's so many good ones in there. I mean, not Nottingham is such a beautiful song. We mentioned the uh, phony King of England, which is such a fun song. Um, but I love Oodalali. 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 Yep. An ear again. It's an earworm. It's one of those things. It plants itself in your head and just sits there for days on end, and you will walk around whistling it. Written by the country singer. Written and performed by country singer. I was Roger. Say he performed it too. Yeah. Yeah. Who? And he wrote. Um, and he wrote not in Nottingham or. Uh, yeah, not uh, he wrote that as wrote and performed that as well. Both of the songs he performed uh, in the film, he also uh, wrote. And I love, I love the with the song where he keeps the first part of it, which is you know Robin Hood and Little John walking through the forest, laughing back and forth as what they as with, with what the other said, and they go off, and then later on it sort of repeats, and it's now Robin Hood and Little John running through the forest, forest. fences, dodging trees, and trying to get away, and it's it's such a wonderful book, it, it sort of bookends itself so wonderfully and beautifully there, that it, it just repeats, and this is just, it, it also establishes the relationship between John and Robin, you know, like, yes. before, before either of those characters has even said a word, you get a real sense of who they are from the song and from their animation and the way they, they are with each other. You know, they, they bow before they come to the bridge and he bows and then the other one bows and they, they go across the sort of three stooges thing. They go across at the same time and knock themselves off and they're frolicking in the water together. And then, and then as they're, you know, being shot at by the sheriff's men, they're, you know, just totally by each other's side and they're, and they're in this through thick and thin, no matter what. You know, it gives you that that relationship is established, you know, 30 seconds into the film. It, it establishes a relationship and it establishes the change in times of what life was before. And mm. now that Prince John has taken over what things have changed to. Yeah. So it, it does a lot in two and a half minutes. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, just, you know, like I said, any, any, any of the songs from Robin Hood, you know, uh, uh, one of my favorite Disney films. And, you know, it's one uh, when the kids are sick, when my daughter is sick, it's the go to film for for us or for oh, her that's anyway. Perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. Speaking of, did you watch Once Upon a Studio yet? I did. It was so beautifully done. Oh, it's it's fantastic. Yeah. And and because I was thinking of the part with Jim Dale when he kicks that um the that final moment yeah 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 I it's love just that. so beautiful it's, he's like from when I was a kid Alan Adele was always the my, Alan Adele sorry yes all of my one of my favorite characters was yeah so I was so thrilled to see him in there and to see him have this nice little moment that was his yeah that was it was. I'm, you know, you and I know this. I've, we're sitting here, we're talking about Disney films. And as you know, I'm not a huge, I don't dislike Disney, 
but I'm not a, I'm not like a Disney guy the way you are a Disney guy. You're a Disney guy. Yes. You go to the theme park every year, every other year, whatever it is. I haven't been to Disney World in like 20 years, and I'm okay with that. I've seen it. I've done it. If I ever go back, it'll be nice, but I probably won't ever go back. But Your daughter's trying to make that otherwise. Yes, yeah. but but um, I watched the Once Upon a, a, a Studio thing, and it was really sweet. I was touched by it, you know? In a way that I, I really wasn't expecting to be touched by it. It 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 you know it did find that little childlike part of me. So I it, give credit to them. Yeah. It, but I talked enough about that two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, so. So moving right along. No, that's that's, a, that's the thing I am a big fan of. But yeah, we'll move. Yeah. yeah. What do we got? What's your next? Uh, um. First thing that comes to mind. Three, two, one, go. Well, I, I I keep wanting to save this one because I I, fe- I have a feeling you may want to say this one, but I don't know if I should go ahead and say it anyway. Doesn't know what it is. Bare necessities. Oh shh! You do not say the first thing that comes to mind. Okay, dream is a wish your heart makes. Yeah, oh, very good, very good, very good, much better. We'll edit that out later. We'll fix it in post. Yes. Which, what's that? Dream is a wish. Is, is that Snow White? See, I don't even remember anymore. Uh, Sleeping Beauty. Is it? No. No, it is Snow no, White. See, this is... Pick another one. <laughs> Pick one we know what it's from. Is it from Cinderella? What, I remember which movie it's for? My daughter is telling me, my daughter is telling me it's from Cinderella. <laughs> it, it probably is. Oh, God. Because <laughs> my daughter came up... My daughter's the one that said it. I know the song. <laughs> There's three of, us, three of us here. We have no idea what the, movie, what the song is from. Doesn't matter what movie it's from. It's a beautiful song. This it's is, midnight, folks. It's been a long day. This is wow. This is the worst moment in the history of this show. I mean, would you like to come and join us? Oh my god! It's Amar. Sorry. She, Emily's raising her hand in victory. No, she's no, she's telling me. That's all right, Emily. We can cut it. We can edit. Cinderella! Jesus. <laughs> Apparently, yes, it's from Cinderella. We were yes, both that, this is not, that's what I said. Oh, that's what, that's we, what I talking. said. Cinderella. Dream is a wish your heart makes from Cinderella. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so tell I still us. I know that because how many times one of us work at the Disney store and this song would play and the video would be playing. So tell us, please, why is a dream your wish? Your wish? Oh, God, <laughs> I don't even know the show. Say good night, Gracie. <laughs> oh, good night, Gracie. Oh, beam me up, Scotty. Oh. Uh. Should we just go back and do this whole part of the show over again? <laughs> oh God. Oh, not since you introduced the end of year program for 2022 is the end of year of 2002 have we <laughs> maybe I should do these shows earlier new rock bottom <laughs> striving for quality so tell us please why is a dream your is oh, a dream is a wish your heart makes your favorite song from Cinderella well it because they use it in so many other things too though um 
Like Snow White and Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, you know, you know what it is. No, it's um, it's the same. It's like it's like uh, it's like uh, um, when you wish upon a star. It just right. it's it's timeless. It's timeless, and it can be attributed to so many other like moments. And for me, um, walking down Main Street USA in, in the Magic Kingdom at night. Where it's dark out, but all the exterior lights are on. Yeah. And even if it's not the song playing in the background, it's the song playing in my head as I'm just walking through the park at closing time. Everything's shutting down, but there's just this kind of chaotic peace. Yeah. And just to think like and like you said i'm a, a disney person that the parks is is kind of my my home away from home or my home that when i'm at my physical house i'm away from um it is it's just the lyrics to it um it just kind of the sentiment of it it just is so calming and so thought provoking and just kind of that innocence. Right. And I think what's what's interesting there, and I really hadn't thought about it until just now when we were talking about it, is that, you know, we were talking about um, um, sort of the, the song we were talking about earlier from Robin Hood, where it's this song about love that sort of that sort of someday my prince will come type song but mm-hmm. if you look at the lyrics to this one as you said it really could be about anything she's while obviously in in context she's singing about you know finding prince charming finding the one the, and everything but like that you said you know you you walk down the street of main, you walk down main street in disney world that's what the theme what the theme park is about you know it's just this is what you're what does your heart want and it doesn't always have to be the girl or the guy or true love it's it's what drives you you know what is your dream yeah what is your dream what do you dream of what makes you real what what connects your head to your heart yeah because it it's it's a song about whatever you want it to be yeah I've never really put it in that context before. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. This is eye-opening for me. And now I and now I know it's from Cinderella, which is uh, you know. If my daughter actually listened to this, and did she'd be beating me with the book. Cool. <laughs> Next time on WD Magic Cast. Should I'll we move on to mine? Teeth. I actually, know what, I actually know what mine's from. My next one... Frame Roger Rabbit? No. Uh, I was going to go with... I was going to go with Baby Mine from Dumbo. Wow. Okay. I have that I have that one here, too. Oh, I'm sorry. Should I not talk about Baby Mine from no, Dumbo? No. No. I, I, I kind of left it as a, as a hanging possibility. But okay. I... I I know what my top one is, and it's. Uh, I think it's obvious. But yes, no, go ahead. Okay. Um, see, now I'm curious. I think I have a feeling I know if, you, if it's that obvious, I think I know where you're going. Um, you probably do. My number two is is Baby Mine from Dumbo because it's it, 
you can't get more beautiful than that. It's easily the most beautiful song ever put into a, a Disney film and such a tender moment and such a beautiful moment. And, and, you know, it's one, it's funny cause it's one, it's something you feel and you understand. You understand that moment as a kid watching the movie from mm-hmm. Douglas perspective, you know, being what it's like being, being held by your mother. And you understand it from a whole other perspective as an adult when you're holding your daughter or your son. Yes. And you think of that song. And, and it's absolutely, you don't, it's uh, it's really the most beautiful song uh, written by Frank Churchill and Ned Washington, sung by Betty Noyes, and of course covered by several others, uh, Glenn Miller, Les Brown, and of course, uh, um, Bette Midler, um, absolutely beautiful, beautiful song, um, and and easily the most beautiful song put into any Disney movie, classic or modern. When we were in the process of trying to get paid and stuff, and, and we're going through all the paperwork, and I would be driving in the car, and this was one of the songs I w- I would put on to just mentally prepare myself for parenthood. Yeah. Um, and just the, the the journey ahead and just kind of summing up the joy I felt in, in my heart. Yeah. It's a great song. Why, why are you laughing at me? No, I just because it's... I, it's I, like I said, I create a whole bunch... Uh, create this long list and you've you've ticked off a number of the same songs because the like the first song i put on my list when i was i was writing my list all right first song i'm, gonna, you know, I'm putting on here no particular order. first song comes to my head little black black rain uh rain cloud <laughs> four songs down baby mine <laughs> nice so um the last one i put on the list was was love from robin hood so it's just like well, I, I knew, I knew, I should have known you and I and our, I mean, you and I have talked about Robin Hood. Oh, yeah. Constantly. I mean, that's a constant in our friendship, both, both on the show and, and, you know, long before the show, it's, it's the conversation. It's like one of those things that you and I keep coming back to when, when you and I run out of things to say to each other, we start talking about Robin Hood. You know, it's that. Mm-hmm. So, so I should I should not have been surprised that you w- would have put a Robin Hood song on yours, and you knew that I was going to put it on mine because, like I said, that entire soundtrack I could have uh, that that entire soundtrack could easily be my my uh, my top five. So what uh, what's your number two? That was my number two. That was number. Yeah, was my number two. That's right. That's right. You've been listening to this show. Sorry, I just got the song caught up in my head. Um. <laughs> Number one, Matt. Number one, I, I'm torn between two, um, but I, I kind of slipped one, and you, I, I kind of just—I'm not going to bring it back up. So my number one is when you wish upon a star. Yeah, I had a feeling that was coming. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just, without a doubt, that's it. Almost has to be. <laughs> right, and that was, and that was on my backup list too. Like, well, if he doesn't mention it, I will. 
Yeah, it has. I'm, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's gonna mention it, but you know, I'm, I'm gonna put it on anyway. And then when yeah. you had me going first, I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it. It's very, it, it's very similar uh, to to Dreamers of Wish Your Heart Me. It's that same sentiment, really. You know, it's what connects your head to your heart, and I think yeah. a theme in a lot of. I think, I think that's the thing about Walt Disney. Certainly, the early films, and I think your your peek into Walt Disney's mind was that he sort of connected. You know, it was that that idea of what connects your head to your heart, and that's in a lot of his films and in a lot of his work. What he loves and what drove him and what made him work, for better or worse. Because I know that there are some, you know, but but that was at the end of the day, that was, you know, what drove him and and sort of his his philosophy or the philosophy behind a lot of his work. And you see that in a lot of his, a lot of his shorts, a lot of his films, the theme parks, certainly, you know, that, that idea, that merger of the two. So yeah, absolutely. That I, I, nothing else really could be your, your number one. No, and uh, Cliff Edwards, I believe, sings it. Oh yeah, and and of course that voice, Cliff Cliff Edwards' voice. You know, again, such a purity to that voice. You you just you can't replace it. Yeah, I mean, people can can do their renditions of it and everything like that. Um, I, like he's like one of the few voice actors who's been named a Disney legend. Like, it's it's like, it's the main, you know, the main actors who have played Goofy, Donald, Mickey, and Minnie. Mm-hmm. Um, the Disney princesses and Cliff Edwards. <laughs> you yeah. know? <laughs> well, as far in- as the voice actors go, that's, that's it. I mean, Jiminy Cricket grew so, you know, beyond one of yeah. the... the- for few first characters to grow beyond their movie. Right, right. Uh and, and become kind of a, a symbol for the Disney company and and be used in in so many other things. Uh and it's just and again that song did the same thing. It grew beyond that movie to to kind of represent the the company in itself and again used in so many different things. Um, right, the old the old Disney Films logo opening, or even their wonderful wonderful world of Disney always literally started with that, you know. Even their cruise ships that they they got permission for their cruise ship horns to be when you wish upon a star. (laughs) (laughs) I am not kidding. Look it up. Um, uh, you hear blasting out of a. you know this ship with thousands of people on it that's great that's great so it it's again been a song that just kind of encompasses um the the disney company and it is it's synonymous it, it's become synonymous with the whole company and it, like you said it's hard for it not to be on unless it would be in doing the song injustice yeah, if yeah. You did not include. I, I almost, song. I almost called you and asked if we needed to do another like favorite Disney songs that aren't "When You Wish Upon a Star." Upon a star. <laughs> yeah. 
Because you, but yeah, right. We couldn't do this. We couldn't do this recording tonight without putting that one in there somewhere. Certainly, certainly. Um, out of curiosity, what's the other one? Because you were you were debating between two. What's the other one you had? Uh oh, uh, the the one I, I I said before, and you said oh, not to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we'll we'll close out with that. Um, I'm not influencing. I I'm you know whatever. That's, that's my top pick. If you were to ask me, what's my favorite Disney song of all time? That's my top pick. And that would be the Bare Necessities from Jungle Book, as performed by the great Phil Harris. Uh, I I love that song. I love the sentiment of it. Uh, you know, forget about your worries and your strife. Just you know, whatever. Just just go with what you need. It's it's very sort of Zen Buddhist in a way. Uh, you know, the bare necessities. And I th- the, um, shoot, there's one specific set of lyrics in there that I love. Oh, when he said, just just try and relax, fall apart in my backyard. Because let me tell you something, little britches, if you act like that BX, you're working too hard. And then then he goes, don't spend your time looking around for something you want that can't be found. It's a a great piece of advice. And yet a really, really hard piece of advice to follow. But, uh, But when you think of it, you're like, oh, yeah, you know, that's be cool, you know. And uh, uh, I, I, I love the the dance, the scene, and everything. Mowgli trying to um, imitate Baloo. Yeah. And Baloo's like ripping up trees and scratching his back with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, Baloo, is, Baloo is one of my favorite Disney characters. I love Baloo. I absolutely adore it. Oh, again, as you know, I'm a huge Jack Benny fan. So I, I, I consequently, and and within that, Phil Harris was my one of my favorites on the Jack Benny program, uh, and I love him in all of the the Disney movies that he voices. And then, of course, I love the character uh, when Ed Gilbert played him on uh, uh, Tailspin. I continue the my love for the character. Uh, yeah, you know, it's a favorite character, and and the you know. That character is defined by the bare necessities, you know? It just defines that character. It defines everything about him. And uh, that and um, I want to be like you dressing up in a grass yeah, skirt yeah. <laughs> and coconuts. And the other one, I almost, I was like, uh, one one of the ones that was kind of almost on my list was uh, Thomas O'Malley from the Aristocats. But I went, oh, you know, that's, it's so, the sentiment in that song is so close to bare necessities. We should just go with bare necessities. Just yeah. There and, but yeah, that's it. That is that is my all-time favorite Disney song. Yeah, that, that, well, I wasn't going to take that from you. No, um, I just want to quickly add that, uh, speaking of um, covers of songs, they came out for the 100th anniversary, a new version of, well, not a new version, but a, a cover of When You Wish Upon a Star by Sarah Bareilles, but it's done just so, like, like a powerful orchestral uh, piece and just and at the end it kind of just like really sucks you in um, but again just that song is synonymous with Disney it's the song that they decided to redo for the 100th and it's yeah Bare Necessities one of my favorites again Jungle Book also being one of my favorite Disney ones You that, you know, that song is just fantastic yeah so thank you so much sir Thank you for having me. I look well, forward, I look this, forward to discussing the following 40 years or 60 years of Disney music. 
Yeah, well, this was your idea of you know oh. a, an episode to do, and I, I truly appreciate it. Hey, no problem. Let me know when you let me know when you want to do part two, and we'll uh, we'll figure time. Absolutely, uh, we will we will be probably discussing that soon. But I always say this, and then you know, two years goes by, and I'm okay with that too. Just like our Ahsoka review, which will be coming shortly. Don't worry, we didn't Come, forget about it. We're going to talk about Ahsoka. Emily just went to bed. She's had a long day, but we, I think we, sometime in the near future, we will talk. We will discuss Ahsoka with my daughter. We've been waiting for her. She's the holdout. Absolutely. It's all right. Who are wondering, you can all blame my daughter. Right into the show. <laughs> and, and, and it will be worth it whenever it comes around. Yeah. Yeah, it will. All right. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. What are some of your favorite Disney songs? Let us know. Join the conversation on our social networks. Like I said at the beginning of the show, we're found just about everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, X, whatever you want to call it. YouTube, all at WD Magicast. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel so that you can listen to the show there as well as whatever your favorite podcatcher is. If you want to leave us a voice message, you can do this over at the Spotify website, Spotify podcast website or through the Spotify podcast app. I know there's your time is limited and everyone is busy in their lives. We're very busy. But the fact that we get to spend some of this time together means a lot to me. It means a lot to us over here at WD MagicCast. We really appreciate you and really thank you so much. If we could just ask one more favor of you, please share out a link on the social networks. Let people know that you're listening to the show, that you enjoy the show, where they can find the show. Or go over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Leave us a rating review. We have all five-star reviews at the moment. Keep them coming. We need more. The more reviews that we get, the more those podcasters will do to promote our show as well as you doing it. While you're at it, don't forget to subscribe to the show. This way you always know when new episodes are posted. The more people that listen to the show, the more, the bigger we can do. The bigger we can get. Walt believed in a big Disney family, and so do I. While you're at it, consider becoming a premium subscriber, truly helping the show out. You can do this over at Spotify.com slash WDMagicast slash support. Find the links to all these and our socials in the show notes, as well as the links to our merchandise shop, where, again, you could get yourself, hey, it's fall, get some um, nice sweatshirts, uh, hoodies with the logo on it, coffee mugs. You could use those for hot chocolate as well. Anything is good in there. Um, and... You get something good out of it, and you help your favorite podcast out as well. Because remember, this show is brought to you by listeners like you. Whatever you're facing out there, whatever dark times, whatever is troubling you, don't give up on yourself. You are worth it. You are someone special. There's only one person like you, and there's a good reason, because this world needs someone like you. It may seem hard, it may seem troubling, and you may not believe it. But someone believes in you and someone else out there needs you as well. Never give up. Never give in on yourself. Be your own hero. And let your light shine for the entire world to see. Now I'd like to end the show with a quote from Walt Disney himself. I, li- I like symphonic music. A good concert, if you're kind of relaxed, it can do something to you. It's sort of an emotional break you get by listening to the music again that's from walt disney thank you again for listening everyone and i'll see you 
next time.